Hello and welcome to the Make Each Other Watch podcast. This is just Jennifer and I'm from the future. So I just wanted to apologize for my voice in this episode. I had did this a while ago and I had made it while I was very sick and my voice is kind of raspy. So, and I'm also not as high energy. So I apologize for that, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I will be talking about the 2021 movie Jolt, starring Kate Beckinsale, and here we go, on to the episode. I'm going to run through the plot of the movie real quick. So, Kate Beckinsale is this lady that has a disorder. She has this rage issue, which they try to explain away with a random hormone called cortisol. They try to say it does something that it actually really does not do. Um, And I don't think that hormone works that way, but I'm like, okay, it's a movie, whatever. So she's gone through life, can't control it. She was given up by her parents to the government they did experiments on her they had her committed nobody could control her she tried different things like yoga meditation she tried enlisting into you know combat nothing worked until she met this doctor who put this electromagnetic jolting electrocuting vest on her that gives her a quick simple jolt (laughs) of electricity to her spine and nipples and it makes her control herself which is kind of you know kinky i was just like what am i watching why are there electromagnetic fields all up in her chest area i'm like that's kind of a kink to me i don't know maybe but anyways so she uses this vest So much so to the point where I guess she feels like she's comfortable enough to start dating. I don't know why. She thought this, but she went on the date and immediately was like, deuces, I don't want to be here. I'm going to leave. But her date named Justin, he convinces her to stay. They have a lovely time and they end up, you know, banging it out. He sees her vest. He says, I see you and I love you. And the vest doesn't bother me and they continue to make love and he pretty much fucks the crazy away from her um so much so she's like dancing in the street she's happy she goes to her doctor and tells him everything that happened she explains everything to him which is like too much information is this your friend or is this your doctor i don't know um where is the line drawn with this relationship, this doctor-patient relationship. So, she is supposed to go on a third date with Justin, (coughs) and he gives her a camera. He's like, come to my place, let's have a little dinner. But then all of a sudden, Justin goes. Justin does not call Lindy back. And lo and behold, we find out that Justin was murdered. And Lindy has a sneaking suspicion that the person that murdered her was the last person to see Justin, which was his boss. So she goes to the police station trying to get some information. The police are looking at her. She's looking at the police. Police are looking back at her and they're like, hmm, interesting. Uh, 
we think you did it. You have a record, you have assault on your record, you have a criminal record of anger issues, you have a history. So we think you did it. And she's like, I didn't kill Justin. I think this person killed Justin, which is a billionaire that Justin so happens to work for. So in this time, the police is like suspecting her of this crime. They go to arrest her, but then she somehow gets away from the police. It's all, it's a cat mouse game between Lindy and the police and Lindy and everybody that's connected in Justin's murder. She's climbing the ranks. She's trying to figure out who killed Justin and she's figuring it out any way she can, but with her fist. She's beating up everybody. She's hospitalizing everybody, except for, interestingly enough, not Laverne Cox's character. Laverne Cox's character is sort of like a cartoon character. She can take the punches, but is never actually hurt, even though Lindy is known to hospitalize human lives. She is known to hurt people. So much so, I believe that Lindy has murdered a person or two, but she has not gotten caught. Because how have you gone through life without this vest and not murdered one person until you got up to the point you got the vest? You have, I'm pretty sure she's that person or two. But they're just not saying it. So anyways, she finally gets the final boss. She's there. She's going to kill him. And lo and behold, Justin isn't dead. Justin was just using Lindy in order to get close to this final boss, this billionaire who is supposedly a bad person. They don't say what he's done. At least I didn't pay attention long enough to figure out what this man did. But Justin used Lindy in her super set of special gifts and skills in order for her to beat up everybody just so Justin could sneak attack this old dude and just murder him. And Lindy is just so hurt because she's like, Justin, I thought you were dead. And he's like, I'm not dead. Uh, I was just using you in order to kill him. Which is like where I'm at like the point where I'm like, is Justin good or bad? So you're, you... They say he's a CI. I had to look it up. What Justin was like? They say Justin is a CIA agent. They use Lindy and the doctor. He learned from Doctor Munich about Lindy and her behaviors, and so he sought after her. Ooh, that was a hard ass. He sought after her in order to use her super strength in order to get to this billionaire boss. So I'm like. But is he bad, though? Like, okay, y'all slept together. He lied about being dead. But you really didn't even know him that well. And he works for the government. So what do you expect? He, he, he has to lie for his job occasionally. So, and then he's saving the world. He said, I had to kill this man because he was hurting others. And I had no other way to get close to him than to use you in order to which is like why use her when you're in the cia and you can just get your other cia buddies to just infiltrate and 
kill him yourself? I don't know. I'm like, what? This movie makes no sense. The more you dig into it, the crazier you will become. Literally. I, I don't understand it. But anyways, Justin's alive. Lindy is mad. She kills Justin with a bomb. Because again, she has a special set of skills. She knows how to activate bombs, you know, via Wi-Fi or whatever. It sets off the bomb. And then on top of it, Lindy's vest. Alright, so the doctor altered Lindy's vest. And Justin had the remote to the vest. And so it was like a super intense vault. And Lindy got to a point where she was like used to the shocks that the vest was giving so much so that it didn't really affect her when Justin was trying to uh, like hurt her really bad and like torture her with the electricity from the the, the jolts <laughs> of the vest and I'm like who is this woman why like how is she so superhuman it does not make sense this movie does not make sense yeah this movie was just hard to watch. I sat down, watched it once, did not understand the ending at all, and was left very confused. And then I watched it a second time and just completely zoned out. So we start out with Kate Beckinsale's character, Lindy. She is a young kid with anger issues. Like, she is really bad <laughs> which is like this movie has this tendency <sighs> the reason why I'm so confused watching this movie because I don't know who's good or bad in this movie Lindy is this person that has these anger issues they try to explain in a way that she has like this cortisol issue and I'm like I don't think cortisol works the way that this movie thinks that it works so they make up something and then on top of that they take an actual disorder and try to make it like they apply it to her which is kind of bad like you can't I don't know I, I feel like you set up a whole lot of misinformation for actual you know disorder when you attach it to a science fiction action character that has superhuman strength that is not the typical human being that can do untypical human things um so they try to say she has this intermittent explosive disorder which is an actual thing actually like it's an actual thing where you, you can't control your rage you're impulsive you do things that you can't control um, you just have all this rage. But I'm pretty sure people with that disorder aren't bad people. <laughs> like, she is literally, I don't know, she's just literally a bad person. So, it just built up the stigma that they, I don't know. I just didn't like that. I thought it was weird. Um, she says that her family... Her parents, her mom and dad, were the substance abusers. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure they started abusing substances after they had a demon child, which was you, Lindy. I'm pretty sure you were the sole reason they started 
<laughs> you know, self-medicating, maybe. Um, so yeah. And then they really can't control this girl. She's beating up people left and right. I'm pretty sure she's killed somebody. It's just not on her record. She definitely did not get caught. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I found it hard to root for her. I was just like, you're a bad person. She's a very bad character. Um, and so she goes to life, not knowing what's up or down, not knowing how to control her anger, enlisting in, like, the military, and, you know, becoming, like, this sort of war machine. I don't know, they didn't even show her doing anything, but, like, she literally went into the, I don't know, I don't know if she went to the police academy, or she went to the army, finds Dr. Munchen, who is, who is played by Stanley Tucci, um, and he decides to install or attach a electronic pretty much a like a, a jolt vest duh um something that sort of reminds you of a dog collar like an electric collar when the dog you want your dog to stay in the yard you, you put a electric collar on it and it, it, it zaps it and stays in the yard so essentially they put a electric collar on this lady to make her not want to kill people. <laughs> Which is like so barbaric. You might as well just give her a lobotomy. Like, we come to present day and Lindy has a date. And this is where, this is point. This is where I'm like, I don't understand if she's a good or bad person because Okay, Lenny has this date with this guy named Justin. And Justin is this guy that I'm assuming she met online. Um, because she doesn't know anybody, really. Um, so, I'm assuming she met him on an app or something. And she gets to the restaurant. And immediately is like, immediately is like I have to go. And I'm like, who sets up a date just to go and tell him I have to leave? Like, who does that? You're a bad person. Like, girl, like, why? If you know you have this, this condition, you know you're not ready to date, or you don't even want to be around people, which is, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like people. A lot of people don't have to date. So, you know you don't want to date, but you agree to go on a date with somebody and then cancel it right in front of their face. It's just like you have, you can do that, but like, why didn't you just not set up the date in the first place? Why didn't you just not date? Why waste time? And so this is where I knew that the person, Justin, was, something was up with him because on their date, all right, so she's like, I have to leave, I have to go, but he's like constantly trying to you know get her to stay or like prolong the conversation and she's like i gotta go like but he's like still engaging like he really does not want her to leave and then <clears throat> this person is so irritated by everyone else but this guy is like an angel to to every like to her like he can't do anything wrong he can't say anything wrong 
nothing he does is just wrong. Everything's right. And I'm like, this dude is a suck. This dude is a psychopath. Like, what is up with this dude? Like, why isn't he irritating her? But someone, I could be like doing like this, and she'd probably sock me in the face. <coughs> so I don't understand. And so we go through the. Uh, we, we see them sort of hanging out, but I didn't know if months were passed or days. Like, but we come to find out that only they only went on like two dates, and she's already like in love with him because lo and behold, they had sex, and the sex cured her disorder somehow, where she doesn't even need her vest. She doesn't want to kill people. She doesn't want to punch people. Well, because Justin's cock just knocked the crazy out of her trope. You know, I don't understand <laughs> but it happened. Like, all of a sudden she was cured, which is like, what? <laughs> it's so irritating. Okay, and so they are, I don't know, they just did this little montage I guess I just blinked out at this point they do this montage of them going out their dirt their their, their third date is coming up and when they're going on their third they're supposed to hang out they're supposed to go on a third date but Justin is a no-show he's a flake she decides to call him but the phone is picked up by a detective, Vickers. So Detective Vickers um, tells her to come down to the station, try to get some information from her. And she finds out that Justin is dead. He was murdered and she's just devastated. She wants to kill everybody at the department. Um, a good thing is there's a detective, Nevin, who is played by Laverne Cox. I have some more to say on her character um, because I didn't really like how her character was treated. Um, <clears throat> so Lindy, Lindy is trying her name is so weird. Lindy not Linda Lindy I don't know what was her real name. I don't know I don't know if that's a nickname but who says who these parents are weird. That's the parents. You name your child Lindy. You, you should probably expect a little, little crazy bitch to come out. Um. So anyway, so she's trying to get information from the cops. The cops probably won't tell her, and they sort of look at her as a prime suspect. A prime suspect. I can't say that. They sort of look at her as a prime sub. Ew. They look at her as if she's the person that killed him. Let me just say. <laughs> they look at her as a prime suspect because of her record. She has, you know, she has a lot of assault record, a lot of just a really bad actual record. So they're looking at her like she's prime suspect number one. She killed Justin and yeah. But Lindy is like, I didn't kill him. 
I'm gonna figure out who did. So we go through this whole movie of Lindy beating up people and uh, hospitalizing a lot of guys just to get to the head honcho who is t who is told by her pretty much that I don't know she's led to believe that the last person to see Justin alive was the person that murdered him and I'm just like what I, I just this movie is just so I don't know I don't know how I'm gonna edit this because this I can't even explain the movie she goes on a quest to figure out who murdered him she suspects that the last person to see Justin the person that she he was going to meet up with which was his boss was the person that probably did it so she's trying to get to this boss any way possible he's this mystery guy he's pretty much I, I get the impression that he's a really 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 bad rich powerful guy um but they don't really say what he does I don't know it's, I, I maybe I wasn't paying attention but they don't really say what he does all I know is he has this super huge house that sort of looks like the atrium of a mall of America it has just the open floor plan has displays big tables and a super white lab in the basement um and so she's just like beating up people left and right throughout this whole movie and you know just hospitalizing people all so she can figure out this man that killed Justin and all while she's on this quest to figure out who killed Justin the police are trying to get her um and this is the part where I was like what the heck is going on because it, there's a part where there's parts multiple parts not one just one there are multiple parts where Laverne Cox's character is turned into a cartoon and it's to a point where I'm like that this is a choice because I don't find it funny I didn't find it funny at all I found it weird I found it as though they did not do her character right because she's transgender um and I said that because they would have scenes together where she would just be beating her ass but she wasn't really hurt or she would just be trying to get away from her and just knocking her over she wasn't really I don't know if they did that as a choice to show that Lindy didn't want to hurt a cop but she'll sit there and hurt a waitress she'll hurt um uh you know she'll potentially hurt a baby but she will not oh yeah i forgot to say she tosses babies in this movie um that's why i'm like she is a horrible person she's a bad person I, i'm not rooting for her that in order to get away from a cop she throws a baby at laverne cox's characters just so laverne cox will catch it so she can get away lindy kate beckinsale can get away and i was like this is a choice what the fuck are 
you're not a good person. Who throws a baby? I thought that would have been a, like a good moment to show like, okay, she is around these babies. Babies are kind of annoying if you have an anger issue. If you don't have patience and you're a horrible person, a baby crying, um, not even that. Like babies crying can be annoying, but as a parent, you, you'd be like, okay, calm down. This baby wants something or this baby is just crying to cry. Okay, I'll figure it out. And I thought it was going to be one of those moments where it was like, okay, I hear this baby crying. I'm Lindy. This baby's crying. I'm going to suppress my anger because I don't want to hurt an innocent life. But no, they didn't do it. They just used it as a freaking flesh bag. And just shut the baby. Like, what the heck is going on in this movie? This movie was ridiculous. So, she chucks the baby. And then it's just more slapstick humor. Like, I didn't like the fact that the one person that they choose to make sort of unhurtable, she didn't really get hurt. Or the fact that she did get hurt wasn't really looked at as like you there's consequences there weren't any consequences to Laverne Cox's character getting hit or slapped or punched which I think is problematic because you're making her into a cartoon character instead of an actual human being whereas I feel as though if a cisgender woman were to play that role she would have been hurt but since it's Laverne Cox a transgender woman we're gonna make it a goofy thing I didn't like that I don't know I just didn't like that um maybe I'm reading into it wrong maybe I'm being sensitive about it but I did not like that because everybody else that she hurts or beats up they end up hospitalized they literally end up hospitalized but you have someone that's transgender and they're just like conveniently okay when they just got decked in the face or like slapped with a tray and stuff like what it's just weird um so i didn't like that i did like the fact that she was able they did cast laverne cox as a detective just a normal person um it, it wasn't something that was dramatic or sad or you know the typical role that you know people uh, that are in the minority only get to play but to go this route where it's like she's unhurtable that's i think that's kind of dangerous like okay i could just hit a transgender woman or a transgender man and there's no consequences they because this person in this movie is just like not hurt like that's not cool i don't know i just don't like the fact okay make her not hurt or whatever make it slapstick but do that for everybody else and she finally figures out who does it but lo and behold justin is still alive he is really a CIA operative that was just using her for her superpower human strength to figure out where the billionaire was so he could sneak up behind him and just kill him himself. 
weird. It was stupid. The stupidest movie <laughs> ever. Um, I knew what was up with Justin the minute I saw his beady little eyes in the beginning of the fucking movie. It was just like, why are you so perfect? Nobody's that perfect. Even to a psychopath as crazy as Lindy, she didn't see anything wrong with this person at all. It was like, it was almost as if he planned it. It was almost as if he had been studying her and figuring out what she liked and took her out on a date and just used her. And I'm supposed to believe that, I don't know. And then like, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Cause it's like, he's killing somebody that's a billionaire that they're trying to equate him to Jeffrey Epstein. So somebody kills Jeffrey Epstein Am I supposed to feel better? Like, happy? Like, I feel happy. But then they make Justin's character say some foul-ass shit to Lindy at the end of the movie. And you... They try to make you not like him? And it's just like, what are you... What is this movie doing? Like, what? I don't understand it. I had to watch it twice. Even, like, the action did not make up for it. Because... Even the action, I just was, uh, I just zoned out. I, I was like, I don't, I don't know what is going on with this action scene. So in the end, she beat up a lot of people. A lot of people beat her up. Nobody, she's not going to jail. Well, they say she's going to jail, but she was like free to go back to her apartment in the end, which did not make sense. And then Susan Sarandon shows up and is like trying to, you know what she was trying to get her to come work for her team and i'm like is this an origin story like is she is this a villain origin story? like why didn't they just make this a villain origin story like she's a bad person she's a horrible person she does bad stuff she can't control herself she needs a a freaking zap zap get a, a zap zap vest in order to control her habits and if she doesn't have that vest, she'll kill people. That sounds pretty... I don't know. I just was... I don't know. She's throwing babies. She's beating up police officers. Like, lady, what what do you want? She's cured by a penis so quickly. And then she's willing to risk it all for a guy she went on two dates for. What? And then, like, Justin had brought her a camera. She gives the camera away at the end of the movie. You're a terrible person. Who gives away a fucking $800 Nikon? <laughs> like, what? And then this lady has so many special gifts. She can detonate bombs. She can disengage bombs. She can, uh... <clears throat> She knows when people are trying to kill her, she could beat up everybody. She could three, beat up three men at the same time. She can uh, like sneak attack people. She can scale buildings. She climbed a skyscraper <laughs> in this movie. She built. She she in this movie she climbed a skyscraper in order to seek revenge on a guy. For a guy that she only knew for two dates. That wasn't even her boyfriend. What? She knows how to drive a stick shift. She knows how to drift Tokyo. I I just 
I don't understand. And then she blames her parents. <laughs> I, I didn't like this movie. Like I said, I've never watched Kate Beckinsale videos or movies. The only movie I've ever watched with her in it was Click with Adam Sandler. I've never watched her in any action movies, but the action in this was pretty damn boring. It was immature. It was a lot of ball jokes, penis jokes. And I was just like, what the fuck are you, what is this? No, woman talks about balls <laughs> that much. Like, no woman actually talk, makes ball jokes so much. It's like every scene had a testicle joke or a penis joke or talking about the reference to size or color of balls. Why? What? I don't understand. Um, so I think I might, I'm very much into vampire movies, so I might watch her Underworld series. I haven't, I've never watched any of them. So I may watch that and report. Well, here's the part where I rate the horniness level of this movie. And would I make you guys watch this? No, no, I would not make you guys watch this movie. If you want to see someone getting zapped by an electronic vest, just go on um, X videos, people. Like, this is not worth it. I'm sorry, Kate Beckinsale. I know people love you. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You're beautiful. Still love you. Stanley Tucci is in this. He's awesome. Love him. Um, but yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, the horniness level of this movie is a 3. I give it a three because she was scaling walls in three inch heels. The fact that Kate Beckinsale was scaling walls for the dick. I mean, scale those walls for the dick. I be climbing the walls for the dick. I be running in hills for the dick. So, I mean, I'll give her that. And that's the only reason why it's a three. If I could, I would give it a zero. But I know people put a lot of hard work in these movies. Um... But on my scale of horniness, this movie did not make me horny. Kate Beckinsale scaling those walls for the D, that was pretty horny. So yeah, I'll give it that. But that's the end of the podcast, people. I will talk to you guys later. If you could rate the podcast for me, I would greatly appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys next time. This is the Make Each Other Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Just Jennifer, and I'm out. Bye.